0: Showtime. Showtime. showtime, showtime, guess who's back again? Oh, they don't know, tell Oh, they don't know, I bet they know as soon as we walk in. I'm oh, wearing Cuban links, yeah. designer mix, yeah. Inglewood's finest shoes. <laughs> don't look too hard, might hurt yourself. do to give the color red the blues. Ooh, shit! I'm a dangerous man with some money in my pocket. Keep up. This is Patrick Sullivan with Entrepreneur Lifestyle. It is 4.30 in the afternoon or late evening, I guess you could say. I'm sorry I'm a little late today. I had a busy ass day to day, I, I just, honestly, I couldn't think of what to talk about today. I'm just like, I, I have all this stuff I've talked about and I don't want to repeat myself and I'm trying to get people to tell me what they like, but of course, you know, it is what it is guys, it's all good, you know, but I, I came up with an idea, I said, you know what, I'm going to get a little personal today, I'm going to talk about something that I've struggled with all my life and uh, I'm going to get a little deep into my life and tell you where I came from and what I went through and today I'm going to talk about drug addiction. Uh, It's going to be a touchy subject for me because simple reason was I am an addict. I have been an addict for a long time. I've actually am just to say happy, just for me to say this happily, I have, I am almost 20 years clean off opiates and I am just, I think I'm a little over five, about five years now off alcohol. So I give myself a round of applause. Yeah, you know, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's been it's been it's been a uh, really it it has been a a road for me, a tough road. You know, I am uh I, I, I alcohol was huge for me. Opiates was a long part of my life, but I mixed it with alcohol. So of course, by doing that, it allowed me to kind of escape. And I was escaping all my life. I was just trying to figure out where the hell I. Where, where i was kind of i went through an identity crisis i guess you could say when i was in school you know i uh and i always sniffle guys i'm sorry i sniffle a lot you hear that a lot i'm not doing coke or nothing like that <laughs> I, I i i do um my podcast in the closed area and it's carpet and i I got bad allergies and living in the, i live in the desert i live outside of tucson so of course the dust out here is crazy and i just i'm allergic to dust so i'm sniffling my nose runs i'm sorry about that but uh Anyways, guys, um, you know, I went through a lot. You know, I went through a lot personally. It wasn't necessarily outward. People always saw me smiling. I'm that kind of person that just, you know, when I get around people, I love people. I love being around crowds of people. I love making new friends. I just love people. You know, I just love people. But, you know, in- internally, I was struggling with this this addiction for so many years. You know, drinking, I was never a, a mean drunk. I never went out and beat people up or anything like that. But what I was, I was like the life of the party. I'd have fun, but then I got real loose with my money. Hey, let's buy everybody alcohol. And it, and I went through three, I go to three to $500 a night just on buying everybody drinks. So, you know, I came to realize as time went on, I noticed my alcoholism just kind of, it would go away for a little bit and then it come back. I could never get away from it because, you know, I was around friends and, and family and people that were drinking. So, of course, I felt that I had to drink to fit in. You know, I had to drink to be a part. You know, it's like partaking. You know, if, if you're the odd man out, you feel like an oddball. And then it got to the point where, you know i had to drink you know i had a drink i caught myself drinking by myself getting drunk by myself being a sloppy drunk you know not falling everywhere but you know if i was by myself drinking i would drink until i was completely passed out and i was trying to escape from all these crappy things i was going through and i didn't wasn't i wasn't facing the problem and that's another thing i'm gonna talk about later facing the problem because there's steps to honestly there are fucking steps to to to, to uh rehabilitation or even you know addiction problems when you're going through rehabilitation and i really think that most people don't realize first you got to fucking say to yourself you want to quit that's the biggest thing i mean i've got i've heard of people and, and this is i've went i've been to na okay i've been to na i fucking hate it i'll just tell you why because if you've been there for 30 fucking years and you can't go past a month clean you got a fucking problem and it's deeper than the drugs it's honestly deeper than the drugs it is fucking way deeper. Something happened to you as a kid, or something happened to you down the road before you got on the drugs, and now you're trying to suppress it with the drugs. So, you know, I don't like going to those places. Honestly, I, I kicked my addiction on my own, and-, and it was tough. And believe me, I had a little help. I mean, it wasn't necessarily all my own 100%. You know, I had support from family and stuff like that. But I hid it for so many years, so I was kind of like, I didn't want to t- tell anybody about it. So I kind of I kind of did it on my own. I got really sick and I ended up losing my spleen. I don't know if it was from that, but I kind of have a feeling it was from that. You know, I just beat my body up so bad, my spleen just shut down and wasn't working anymore. So, you know, anyways, guys, you know, the drug problem, I stopped, but when it came to the alcohol, that continued. Okay. So one day I, I, I realized, and this is not to go through my whole life story, I was realizing my ankles were starting to swell up and I'm like, holy shit, like, am I retaining fluid? What's going on? Well, come to find out, um, I ended up catching a really bad case of strep throat, which you know I was too busy drinking and working and I didn't give a shit, I didn't wanna to go to the doctor. So my kidneys started shutting down. Well, I ended up with kidney disease. And people say, well, is it because of the alcohol? It could have been a part of it. I mean, that could have helped it, but they, they've diagnosed me for having something called glomerulonephritis, which actually shuts your kidneys, your kidneys get attacked, from get, the blood gets poisoned, it attacks your kidneys and it shuts them both down. So I ended up on dialysis. So that was the day I quit drinking. It it took, honestly, guys, it's not like that I did it on my own. Because honestly, if I didn't have health problems, I probably would have did it anyway. I would have kept drinking because I enjoy it. I'll be honest with you. I'll look you straight in your face and tell you I love beer. I love beer. I'm not much of an alcohol drinker, you know, alcohol like hard liquor. But beer, I love it. And I'll tell you this straight up to your face. If I could have a beer in my hand when I'm barbecuing or with family or my birthday's a Sunday, I'd do it if I could, but I know I can't have one. If I have one, I'm gonna have 15. That's just the way it is. So I stay away from it completely. It's just something I don't wanna go around. So I realized I ended up, I, I ended up with kidney disease. My kidney's shut down. I ended up on dialysis for three years, one month. I got blessed my girlfriend. She gave me a kidney. Now, my girlfriend is a recovering addict also, and she has fell off a couple of times while we were together. And there's been some, you know, we've had issues, you know, because I'm sober now and, you know, but one thing I couldn't, I couldn't do, I can't do, and you cannot do is walk away from somebody that's going through this. And I had things in my head, I was gonna do it. I was gonna walk away. But it's not the person guys, it's the drug itself. It drags people into the shit and it tre- it makes them a different person. And and when you're a you're, you when you're going through that problem in your life, you have to have support for that person, especially if you love them. And a lot of people don't realize, "Oh yeah, she's fucked you over twice." Okay, yeah. Okay. Truth. It did happen. But at the same time, we have to realize you got to show compassion and love towards somebody that has a problem. And necessarily if they repeat the problem a third time or something like that, then we have issues. But at the same time, we have to realize we have to have compassion because I went through it and I understand how it feels. Okay, so I'm dipping a little bit more deep in my life here. But at the same time, guys, the alcohol issue and the addiction issue is a tough thing to deal with. We, you know, as as human beings, don't realize that we are addicted to alcohol. And I'll tell. You, I'm going to give you some signs, and some of you are going to disagree with me because a lot of you are going to say, "Oh, I quit. I could quit when I can." Bullshit. Can you stop drinking when you're stressed? Can you not use a chemical when you're with family and friends having a good time? Do you think in your mind that this is not a problem? Do you realize you have a repetitive habit and behavior of using a chemical or having chemical dependency? You are an alcoholic. You are an addict, period, the end, period, the end. You know, if you, had, if you, if you, if you walked up to my face and told me, I can quit when I want, you're an addict. You're full of shit. Cause those are the words I use too. Oh, I can quit what I want, but then I was right back on it. Oh, I had a bad day at work. Oh, my life was stressful. I have to have alcohol. What the fuck? You know, now I, I realized the bullshit that I used to feed myself as a, as an addict, as an alcoholic. And it was just to justify my problem. If you could take your life and be chemical free for at least three years, like I had to, I was forced into that by my health. I could have died. If I continued to drink while I was on dialysis, I would have died. And I didn't want to die. I'm not ready to die. But realize if you can't keep yourself away from alcohol, let's just throw let's just throw it. Not even Lent. I hate when people do that during Lent. That's just stupid. Oh, I'm going to give up soda. I'm going to give up me give me a fucking break. Give up your main addiction, alcohol. Give up that. And let's see if you'll go back to it. Give it up for a year. I guarantee you'll never go back ever again because you'll realize your life will change. Your focus will change. Your heart will change towards things that are that 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 you love. Your your worries will change. What will happen with your addiction? is it'll no longer, it'll be an addiction, but it'll no longer be the forefront of your life. What you're going to realize is your focus will come back. And when you have a problem, you'll no longer run. You'll no longer run to the chemical. You will be able to handle it like a normal person, because that's what your body and your brain are made of, to deal with these problems normally. When you have an over amount of pain, your body goes into shock and you pass out. That's your body saying, uh oh, too much pain. This person is going through too much lights out. That's what your body does. Your body is going to handle these things normally. If you feed it chemicals, that part of your brain no longer works. That part of your brain has a dependency on it. And now it's going to be hard for you to go through the process of being coming normal again. And that's a withdrawal. You can go through that with any pill or alcohol and you're going to hate it and you're going to want to go back to it. Okay, so guys realize a normal person deals with normal stress doesn't need any kind of chemical be chemical free Okay, and that's what I try to let people know is that this side of the tracks without the alcohol is okay Now I know people that I could have a drink here or two and be okay, but if you need this every weekend If you need it every day, you got a problem If you need it when you're stressing And you just say Oh, I have a couple of beers after work. I'm good because I had a bad day, you're, you're, you're an alcoholic, period. It doesn't matter how much you drink, it's how you're using it. If you're using it for uh, a cover-up with your problems or you're using it to make your life feel better, you're an alcoholic. If you're taking uh, medications to go to sleep because you're hurting, you know what? I, people don't realize this, but opiates block a receptor in your brain that allows de- you to deal with pain normally. So now that opiate goes in there and makes you an addict because you need it. And if you come off of it, your pain will increase. It'll be times 10. It'll be worse than what it really is in a normal, normal body. So realize guys, when you get involved in this shit, all it does is tear your body apart. Does your body naturally take in alcohol? Is it? I mean, I, I, hear all these stupid things on Facebook. If you drink, uh, uh, two beers a day, you'll be fine. Or you drink a beer a day, you'll be, you know, you'll be healthy. Okay. Truth, let's let's step back here, okay, truth. Can you just drink one beer? And, hey, on a weekend with friends and family and be done. Most people tell me, "Oh yeah, I can, bullshit." Bullshit, because you know what? If somebody says, "Hey, have another one." Guess what? You're having another one. "Hey, have a drink with me." "Hey, have a shot with me." "Have a margarita, you know?" Believe me, and then the excuses come out. "Oh, I'll just do it this time." "I won't do it tomorrow." "You're an alcoholic." "You're an addict." "You got problems." See, guys, we have to look at it from a point of view of, of, of saying, why are we making these excuses to put alcohol in our system? Do you know that's poison to your body? Do you know that ruins your liver? Do you realize that can ruin your liver throughout time? Yes, you have fun. Yes, you create memories, but why can't you do it sober? See, I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and preach to you and, and tell you you're wrong for what you do. You know in your heart and mind what you're doing. If you're having fun doing it, Good luck on your health. I hope to God you don't have health problems down the road. I hope you stay healthy because eventually that'll catch up to you. Fatty liver, ruined liver, cirrhosis, high blood pressure, heart problems, alcohol has a lot of sugar in it, can cause diabetes. You guys, be very, very careful. Because if you're not being regularly checked by your doctor and you don't know have a good diet and you're drinking a lot, you're going to have problems. I've had family members pass away from this shit. Guys, and when I realize on a, in a sober mind now, I sit back and I look, I'm thinking, what the fuck was I doing to myself? If you're a God-fearing person, let me just throw this at you, okay? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to get deep into religion or anything, but if you're a God-fearing person, why are you, why are you ruining the body that he created for you? Why are you paying him that way why are you poisoning something that he made perfect inside the way it works you know guys i think we're brainwashed as human beings because we think we need a drink to, to deal with stress you need to learn how to deal with stress by going home and kissing on your kids you need to go home and deal with stress by going home and kissing on the person that you love you need to go home and deal with stress by going out and walking the dog exercising, enjoying time with family, having a good dinner, going out and do it, creating memories without the alcohol, guys. That's the way you handle stress. That's the way you handle life. You enjoy the loved ones around you. You don't go and put chemicals in your body to make you feel better. You don't go and put chemicals in your body to make yourself deal with life. Give me a fucking break. You were given a life to deal with. Deal with it like a normal fucking person. And to people that are constantly going in and out of rehab, you need to make a decision in your life and say, I want to do it and I'm done. What is it going to take? Because obviously it's something that you love about it that you're going to continue to go back to. What is it going to take? Is it going to take you losing a body part like I did and almost dying before you get it through your fucking head that you know what? It's time to change. Is it going to take you overdosing? Is it going to just take death to take you? Sometimes it does take that. And it's sad to say that people die from this shit every day. And we're just, as a as a country, as a government, shoving this crap down people's throats and making them realize, you know, it's normal the way you feel. You need pain management. Fucking people, get get, get it in your head. You don't need that shit. You know, I've, I've seen friends and people that have gone to school with that are, you know, my age have died from this shit. You know, I, I don't get it. I had a, a, a person that I had a relationship with Two years, three, i uh, am not two years ago, God, it was probably five years ago, you know, oh no, how to things about this, it's been six years, a little bit older than me, a few days older than me, passed away, went the high school with her, pa- passed away, and I know, and nobody wants to talk about it, but I know why she died, because I firsthand saw why and what she was taking, and I knew the problems. So people, what we do need to do as human beings is stop being the example to our kids and giving them this example of using chemicals to feel better about ourselves or using chemicals to make our life better. Your kids are watching you guys. They're seeing this. If they're teenagers and already drinking, guys, you are leading them down the wrong fucking path. Get that through your heads, guys. It's going to start from one beer, one drink and end up a problem. I hope you guys really listen to my words, guys, because this is from my heart. Take it from a guy that's beat the shit out of his body. At 41 years old, lost his spleen, lost his kidneys, you know, (laughs) almost died several times. You know what, guys? It's not fun. Okay, it's not fun. All right, guys, I know this is a little serious today, not motivating. I felt like I was preaching a little bit. And I hope it does motivate some of you guys out there to really realize life is beautiful and you have a lot of love people in front of you that love you and care for you. And if you can't see that and you're blind to it, that's the drugs taking you away from that. That's your work taking you away from that. That's your fucking, that's your, 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 that's the alcohol taking you away from that because the alcohol is telling you it's okay to have a drink or two. Just deal with life, deal with it the right way, confront it and then deal with it, not hide it. Don't put a Band-Aid over it. All right, guys? All right, guys, I want to thank everybody for jumping on today. I know this was more serious today, but I got to be serious every once in a while because I hope this wakes some fucking people up and gets them thinking about the shit they're doing and makes them realize, you know what, it's time to make a change in their life because there's people out there that love you, so does God, guys. All right, guys, I want to thank everybody for jumping on. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your evening, and we'll see you at the top.